I mean, what tools do you have at your disposal to undertake this task or, or what programs do you undertake um, to uh, achieve some of these objectives that you've set out? Thank you very much for this question because sometimes you hear people starting uh, with their criticism around PENSAP without mm. even understanding the, the mandate of the institution. Sure. Um, the institution has three structures that are uh, hands-on. As I stipulated, uh, the institution itself is not developing, but it it is supposed to create an environment in Joseph for 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 that purpose. So we have the provincial language bodies, and these are the bodies that uh, ensure that in every province, whatever um, issue language related they tackle it they advise the mother body and uh, we deal with it as closer as possible to its point of uh, origin mm. then we have the national language bodies um, those are the ones which uh, try to look at each language not only from the perspective of the so-called um, original speakers I'll give you an example uh, with Isis Zulu. Mm. We know uh, we will be talking about KZN, but uh, there is the Soweto Isis Zulu, which needs to be accommodated also. So the national body becomes the one that looks at many Isis Zulus, many Englishes, or many Sipedis, Mm. uh, rather than the one, the purest one from the point of origin. Then we have the last leg, which is the National Lexicography Unit. Those are the ones who develop or who uh, um, compile dictionaries. Uh, we have a, a long range of uh, dictionaries, and that includes even the online, uh, mm. particularly um, with the previously advantaged languages. They are, 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 are already... They exhausted the print uh, process and they are going into the online. Now, now, I mean, with all of these programs, right, from the dictionary through to, uh, you know, the other forms of support that you provide, uh, I mean, many people often say, ideally, our languages, and I know there's about sort of, if you take away the two dominant ones, English and Afrikaans maybe, uh, and, uh, you know, you, you're left with about nine or so. Many of those languages and uh, people who use those languages would ideally want those languages to be languages of commerce, languages of scholarship, languages of inquiry, languages, you know, of uh, all manner of other social uh, purposes and, you know, a social use. And yet it seems we're very far from that. Uh, what becomes the role of, you know, your board uh, in ensuring that we get closer to that uh, reality? And, uh, you know, we have 11. So, so how does that work as well? Um, our, we we have been clear in terms of uh, priority. Um, we are doing whatever it takes to push the nine, knowing that um, the two official had their time and they are well developed. Mm. Um, we are even going to an extent of um, uh, engaging with uh, institutions. Um, this coming April will mm. be having 
launching a project that we started with Doc, um, the UKZN. Sorry, Doc, can, as, I, can I just tell uh, you there for a second? Sorry, we need to take a quick spot yeah. break. And uh, let's take the break. When we come back, I'll allow you to conclude the point you're making. What I'm saying, we have a responsibility, a social responsibility, and that's what's not being talked about. We have a responsibility as people in society, not people above society or away from society, who people are hippered in society, you know what I mean? But people in society whose job is to articulate life and to try to transform it. It's Thought Leader Thursday. Thought Leader Thursday on Metro FM Talk. Seven minutes it is before 9 p.m. here on Metro FM Talk, and I'm in conversation uh, with uh, the acting CEO at the Pan South African Language Board, uh, Dr. David Wamasamela. And Doc, uh, you're making a point uh, just before we have to go to the spot break uh, about uh, this task of making our languages languages of commerce, languages of scholarship, and uh, languages of inquiry more broadly. Yeah, um, I was uh, still hinting, um, emphasizing the fact that we have identified universities that will serve as epicenters for each language. Um, uh, for instance, uh, UKZN has been identified as one for Isizulu. And the reason for this is we need terminologies. Um, many people have made noise about um, decolonization of um, uh, the curriculum. Mm. But you, you, as long as you don't have terminology to speak to um, metaphorms or whatever uh, term in biology, in science, um, whatever we will be pushing for will remain a dream, nothing beyond that. Uh, so these institutions will be the ones looking at uh, ensuring that we have the learning resources before we could do um, a, a mistake of just jumping into the so-called uh, um, African languages medium orientated uh, uh, context. Um, but beyond that, we have identified that, um, and this was emphasized uh, mm, seriously by J.J. Tabani yesterday when we had a WHP memorial in Mafiking, how language is not an island, mm. how um, we will never win um, on the struggle if we don't intertwine our efforts with efforts from the business fraternity, from government, our leaders. I mean, we have seen with Tanzania uh, the role that leaders play in ensuring that they mainstream our languages. Yeah. Whatever opportunity they get, they utilize these languages as intellectual languages. Yeah. So this is supposed to be a joint venture, but more so on the micro level, you realize the role of parents at home. I mean, mm. there it's not where you should expect consult or even government to play a, a role. It, it's the role of the parents themselves. You should be clear that um, kids, if you are learning this particular language at school, Maubuya Ekaya Sizon is taught. It ends there. And because our argument needs to be emphasized that it's not to be anti any other language, mm. but to say the Constitution um, envisage 
equitable equitable use of all these languages mm. and at the moment it's far from reality so sure. if um, kids are not learning these languages whatever effort we can do today um come tomorrow mm. it will be uh, reversed uh, and and it won't go anywhere so we are trying we are even going to an extent i mean many do not know that the yeah. first dictionary of uh, Goep in South Africa was a work of pencil. Mm. Uh, we only partnered with the, the publishing house afterwards. And now we just launched the other dictionary of the new language mm. of uh, Oma Katrina, yes. which we are even exploring technology. Sure. It, it, it is going to be a talking dictionary. So yeah. there is a lot that we are doing so, but so doc, looking at the damage yeah doc i'm also quite conscious yeah. uh, unfortunately we are running out of time and maybe the last question i have for you uh, with all of the work that mm. you're doing uh, you know it might be a dictionary in Ngu, uh, or queer or maybe another language uh, uh, and even a dictionary in isizulu uh, that uh, takes into account the the shifting sort of use of words language uh, because also these languages are not sta- static. I mean, Iskosabes Tetwa, uh, you know, in the 19th century, certainly not the kind of Iskosa you're going to hear spoken in the Eastern Cape, Northern Cape, or even in Northwest. Um, h- how do you Absolutely. ensure that a lot of what is happening um, in day-to-day life, how people are using the language, how they're mixing some of the languages, actually is able to find expression and find root in what uh, uh, children are learning. But more importantly, for me, many practitioners like ourselves as broadcasters, also finds expression in some of the training we receive. Um, we we have uh, started uh, with um, various uh, radio stations, um, but, uh, the likes of um, SABC, but particularly the ones for African indigenous languages. We have an MOU where we envisage uh, workshops also on the presenters themselves. But what we have done is even our processes of uh, dictionary um, uh, uh, production, mm. we use uh, projects such as the Word of the Year, where we look at words which are used, um, even slang for that matter, because our dictionaries have been so rigid, um, uh, purist-driven, uh, uh, particularly the indigenous languages, mm. and we are opening them up. Um, this year we were talking about words such as Amapiano, mm. um, that they they are genuine words that deserve to be in um, our dictionaries. Sure, and sure. if they are not in our dictionaries, unfortunately, uh, hegemony of English will mm. continue because it will take them and swallow them. So, sure. um, But what needs to be emphasized is this is supposed to be a collective mm. role. Uh, Pensalp um, is supposed to be the driver, but at most damage is done from preference. Uh, I, and I like what you have done. I mean, I was listening to you as much as Metro FM is an English mm. medium uh, uh, station. You keep on in setting is close and that is where we should start where ah, da, ah, anyone who, yo, 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 you're gonna get me on the wrong side with uh, many of my listeners here my customers don't like that thing <laughs> no but but that is that is a positive thing because we are too much apologetic mm. in 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 africa where 
it's it's like any other language from elsewhere is welcome sure, but sure. the moment you use the local um people will be sending mm. letters to Ikasa or wherever so bosses, that is the challenge bosses. we still have to approve okay. and I, I i say big up to you because you this much, is where we can start thank you so much really appreciate you taking time out to speak to us this evening doc and uh, that there was Dr. David Wamahamela speaking to us this evening. He's the acting CEO at the Pan-South Africa Language Board. And that's where we're going to have to leave it. And uh, uh, you have yourself a great uh, uh, evening and also a great weekend. Take strength, Ma Africa. Kubagalo nangoku na ngembela veke sisaibanga liikonomi.